Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. We got a lot to get to on today's show. We're going to start it with uh, one of the people behind three, one person behind three restaurants in town. You know, Cole's, you know, Epping's, and Poppy and Olive's. And Cole, who I just learned, I guess last time we, we met that Cole there is a coal, and that's you. Yeah, that is me. <laughs> They're actually a coal. Aren't you Will always you admit amazed to it here someone and down? I, I do. And, uh, I admit yeah. to it here and now. All right, all right. <laughs> Now oh, you guys, you guys bounded kind of on the Lexington scene. How many years now? Uh, Cole's just celebrated ten years, uh, April second. Right, and ten of, years. And chef, you're a native of Lexington, correct? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this is kind of like a homecoming for you to open your restaurant and be back here. I know you're in Cincinnati, northern Kentucky area. Yeah, I was in Cincinnati oh, for about eighteen years, and you know, it's uh, as a kid, I rode through the uh, location where Cole's is uh, with my bike over and over and over. My dad lived on one side of it. My mom and stepdad lived on the other side. So it's really, you know, <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm back in the hood. You know, I, I can identify that. with that, Sylvia, because, I mean, for years, I drove by where Azura is now. For years yeah, and yeah. years, for the morning, I drove by, like, uh, what's it, Friends and Company and whatever the yep. diner was. Never in the wildest dreams yeah. of, like, think that i would have an establishment either <laughs> you, you and me both or be doing this <laughs> right but hence we are yeah. yeah and we're doing it during some crazy times yeah you've seen a lot over 10 years uh show of show of we chef <laughs> <I guess. laughs> but what's your version of the last 10 years <laughs> well up until about eight years ago it was great <laughs> so but post pandemic what eight years ago well uh pandemic oh, hit. Um, well eight years ago oh, the recession well, said, yeah, two, well, recession. Yeah, we well recession. I, I was saying it was great for about the first eight years oh and, uh, i got gotcha. you know the last couple of years have been <laughs> not uh, so good have been trying between supply chain issues and well, yeah, you we know thought... all, all of that seems to be kind of leveling out but you know staffing is the you know i think everybody's concerned well, what percentage yeah inflation is an issue oh too, yeah because oh, yeah. co- food costs so absolutely do you raise prices what do you do oh yeah. uh, we do and i think you know jeremy can speak to this as well you know we buy a lot local uh, uh-huh. You know, the local markets, you know, I think Marksbury has gone up maybe 2% in the last, uh, you know, couple of years. And the small farms that we buy from have been able to absorb a lot of it. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens as grains go up and corn goes up and, yeah. you know, gas prices uh, are, are where they are. But a lot of our, you know, mainstay items have not been impacted too terribly much just because, you know, we're right, right in the neighborhood with them. Talking about like, That's you know, good. pre-pandemic, where are we percentage-wise back? Are we 80% back where it was good before? Question. Are we, you know, 70? Like how far how, well, how far do you think we are, we've made it back so far? I'm going to say right now, like t- 2021, you were, you were 10, 15% up. Yeah. You know, no, and absolutely. then, you know, that was a big year. Everybody yeah. was, well, one, they were kind of landlocked at home. Right. You yeah. Know, nobody really was traveling a lot last year. One would have been Dude, March of year. twenty was when the bomb dropped. Yep. Is that yeah. March so of 20. all of twenty twenty one. Once day, we kind of got people out, where it was good. Yeah. Uh, this year, I think you know, stock market, inflation, <laughs> gas prices, uh, low shortages, labor margins, shortages, shortages are 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 kind of reaping just havoc on the restaurant industry still you know and back to food costs Cole, I, I don't know about you but like you said uh, the switch to local definitely helped with availability and kind of getting what you need i was able to keep food costs relatively in line by raising prices but one thing i'd never had experience in is kind of like that x factor on your dishes like the actual cost of the fryer oil the saute mm-hmm. oil you know you used to just kind of maybe throw a few extra bucks on each plate when you're doing the calculation 
those went crazy. So like even if you're pricing your center of the plate item correctly, all the other little overhead stuff just were just hitting just death by a thousand lashes. No, absolutely. I just recently on the, this last inventory that I just did, I went through and recosted out items that I haven't costed out in years. Didn't think about. You know, it. it's been so steady. And, uh, you know, now oil and butter and, you know, eggs, eggs everything yeah. is, you know, just do, nuts. Do you ever alter your menus to <clears throat> reflect what's out there, like, uh, or what you can get and what you can't get? I mean, well, do you have you, to do well, that you, on you the... kind of have to. I mean, you know, with the way dairy is, we're staying away from, you know, items that use a whole lot of cream or use a whole lot of butter. I mean, you don't want to be running a butter sauce right now okay. uh, with the price of those things. But, you know, and then you, you know, it's... Uh, that over under of you know do i shave an ounce off the piece of fish or you know get a smaller steak or you know do i hold steady to you know what we've done for you know a decade now and you know a lot of those things you you do hold steady on but you've got to pass it along somehow uh you know even the bigger you know companies are adding fuel charges and you know little things to the invoices that you know i was in california and they have signs up in every restaurant we are adding x percent onto your bills yeah. Or to support our staff as well. No, absolutely. I, I, I found similar. We went to Chicago about six months ago, seven months ago, and, you know, I noticed that on a lot of menus that we went that, you know, 3%, uh, you know, I think that's a lot of things that people don't really, you know, understand to use your credit card. We're paying a company so we can actually take your money. So that's another 3% on top oh, of, yeah. you know, everything else that, you know, has jumped 10, 15, and 20%. Yeah. Is, it, is there a time work? Because, you know, 10 years ago, Still, most people use credit cards. 20 years ago, most people didn't use credit cards. And now, you know, as we're going on, almost everybody uses credit cards for everything. Is there a time where we just have to put that on, that, you know, a permanent fee just because, yeah. you're, you it's, know, I went to the store today. I bought $3 worth of almonds. I used my credit card. Didn't realize, you know, that cost them 3% on something. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think about that wow. because we're so accustomed to swiping our card now. Well, yeah, and it's the way, I mean, like, Central Bank Center is going cashless. Everybody's mm-hmm. going cashless. I see it on signs on doors. So you're so trapped into it. You're trapped into right. it, and that probably will create some greediness in the It needs to. Company. It needs to. Like, being forced, you know, 3% to use money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of tough one to, I mean and I've seen some restaurants put a cash price and a credit card price down and you can pick oh, which you can one you want to pay you but know? then you got this cashless movement and you know twitch maybe people are going to start noticing like I don't notice that but maybe they'll start noticing it and people will they'll be like almost a I mean, you have to kind of act, you have to kind of view it as a cost of doing business for the consumer. If I go to the ATM, it's going to cost me $3 to get money out of the ATM. You know, it's just kind of what, if I'm going to go out to eat and I'm going to use my card, I can't expect every business to absorb absorb a fee because of how I choose to pay. American Express must do even more, right, than the 3%? Yeah, they're like Mm -hmm. 3.5%. You know, the other ones are... Because there's so many that don't take American Express. I just fought with a machine that wouldn't take my American Express card. Yeah, no, their their fees are definitely higher, but it also depends on what kind of credit card you're using. Uh, a debit card does not carry that much of a really? fee at all, but somebody's, you know, Delta SkyMiles card might carry 4.5% for us. I had no yeah, idea. And, and maybe that's what you do. So you list cash, no debit card price, and then credit card price. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like you're being greedy. You're really just wanting to capture, I mean, 4%. Well, right. No, on, I'm saying the credit card companies are the oh. greedy ones. They're going to raise the prices <laughs> Yeah, if we and, don't pay attention. And you're pretty much trapped. You know, the restaurant can raise their prices 4%, but, you know, then they're just 
you know, at the end of the transaction, they're just yeah. charging an extra 4%, 4% on that 4%. On top of that, right. <laughs> just, uh, well, and that's, you know, other things that people don't think about is, you know, you tip on credit card as well. Mm-hmm. The restaurant mm-hmm. has to carry the 3 or 4% right. just to pass that along to oh, wow. our, our staff. You know, paying, I never thought of that. Uh, then we're paying payroll tax on top t- of that. And then payroll tax on top of that. Another 7.5%. <clears throat> I see a movement coming. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's already a happening. revolution. It, well, it's already happening in the bigger cities. And, you know, yeah, what there's I saw, backlash against this. Well, what I, well, well, what I saw on most menus that I came across in Chicago were, you know, we're going to add this 3% for yeah, credit cards too. or whatever yeah, their California. verbiage was. If you have a major issue with this, we'll take it off. Wow. And, you know, I think 50% of the people won't even notice we're in a yeah, world. Yeah, that's right. Of, well, we're in a world of DoorDash and GoPuff and, you know, all of this where it's all fees and taxes. It's not just taxes and then they show the fees. You don't see what it. What about uh, the, uh, you know, my dry cleaner statement looks like my phone carrier now <laughs> yeah i know i know what about the uh, the app so i was at a restaurant recently and it wasn't in town it was out of town and i went to pay our credit card they go oh we don't pay we don't take credit card but we take venmo cash app oh that's and they're, coming they're doing those and it's a little mm. I, I know it seems a little more convenient but i don't know what the fee difference is you is that a thing that, 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 that i'm not sure of i'm well I'm, we're gonna find out yeah I, i'm i don't know venmo are you guys well. gonna start doing that well i mean if venmo and that's paypal are attached to visa cards and it saves the restaurants the fees why not make that an option Right. Yeah. You know, if well, you can still get to use your credit card the way you want to. Not right. related to food, but it sounds a lot like you sign up all these things and the the uh, retail establishment talks you into doing it, giving them your bank account number, uh-huh. and then you forget or you get on a credit card where it's automatic withdrawal. I found that out. Yeah. That's... It could be $5 a month and you don't catch it. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff that... I think we ought to start a revolution. (laughs) (laughs) Been thinking about it quite a bit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's Um, it's impacting on on your business. No, absolutely. And and how is business? Business is pretty good. Uh, The past couple of months have been, uh, you know, a little plateaued. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, you know, as Jeremy and I were walking in, uh, business was pretty pretty good rocking and rolling uh, all through March. And then... uh, with gas prices and vacations, I mean, summer's always yeah, summer, kind of a yeah. hit, hit or miss uh, kind of thing, anyway. Uh, but uh, but we've been we've been steady. Party season, uh, you know, we've got event spaces down at Eppings. Um, parties have uh, been in full swing since they cut everybody loose, and uh, you know, we've had a lot of weddings, a lot yes, of baby showers, a lot of. A lot of just uh, business meetings that uh, you know were non-existent in 2020. Are you are you uh, open for lunch? Uh, no, well? we're open for brunch on Saturday and Sunday. On um, both on all your restaurants. Then. No, ju- ju- just at, just at Eppings. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, Poppy and Olive as well. I, oh. And I was going to ask the chef, uh, ask Chef Jeremy. Uh, there's a big story in uh, the New York Times about the death of the Power Lunch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And is lunch kind of going away? So a lot of New York restaurants <clears throat> are closing for lunch. Yeah, there's no point in opening. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. not getting it. Really? Not getting that business anymore. No. No, no. I think that's, you know, I, I, do I, do I don't really soon, know exactly. I mean, we can all speculate as to what happened. There's just not as much business clientele and, and that kind of meetings going on. Maybe Zoom has to be a partner, but it's just remote or <clears throat> yeah, or yeah, I don't know where it is, but it's it's certainly not what it used to be. Now, other business Business is fine. There's certain areas that are growing, but well, the diner probably isn't impacted as much by that because it's not people who are doing business lunches as much. Right. It's more personal stuff. But Azur would be a place, and Eppings and Coles mm-hmm. would be a place where people would go and have a power lunch. 
Oh, well, uppings, not goals. <laughs> right, not, not open. Yeah, not open. Okay, <coughs> not you already made that there. decision. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we were open originally at Eppings for lunch, and, you know, even pre-pandemic, you know, all through 19, the lunch crowd just was not mm-hmm. there for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and given, you know, the location of Eppings, you know, right there with 3rd Street and Midland and, you know, pretty convenient to most places we we never could really scratch together yeah. a yeah. huge lunch business it was steady but nothing to yeah you know it's break even right yeah i've seen that in downtown too if you go to downtown you walk around downtown at noon yeah the, you know the nicer restaurants that you would think you say they're not busy at lunch. i don't think dudley's is even open yeah a lot of places lunch. aren't yeah. just just no one's people are open no one's showing up yeah. So on a lighter note, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's not all doom and gloom because we do have something coming up that yes. brings people to <laughs> absolutely to our restaurants, and we're talking about Lexington Restaurant Week, and I think Sylvia, you kind of have good details. Oh, Connie, Joe, yeah. you're good Connie buddies jo with her. She's been doing on this, <laughs> and she's going to tell us all about it. But yes, and you're participating, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, why, maybe we start with that, and you and Chef tell us your selections. What's your selection? Well, we're having a lot of fun at Coles. Uh, you know, we're we're in summer season, so you know the uh, the produce is uh, beyond. I've got a lot of good farmers that uh, that come to our door. We've got uh, actual the golden apple that's right across the street from us now. Golden uh, apple. Uh huh. It's a little produce market, uh, oh, fruit, fruit market, and uh, that yeah. that has been great to have in our back door. Uh, so we're looking forward to you know bringing in some spring fruit salad or summer spring. My gosh, I can't speak. Uh-huh. Uh, summer fruit salads. Uh, we've got some uh, some good tomatoes coming in uh, for tomato salad. Uh, we're gonna well bite the bullet and we're gonna feature a, a little petite fillet, um, a little uh, fresh cobia and uh, a Moroccan style chicken. Uh, and then uh, we've got some goodies uh, for our assorted dessert platters coming out of the Eppings Bakery. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it should be uh, a heck of a bargain, and uh, hopefully we'll get yeah. uh, get and, some people in the door. And how is it, um, both of you uh, respond to this, isn't it? Uh, 19, uh, the pay options will serve three-course and four-course dinners for 39. Let's see. Some restaurants will serve three-course and four-course dinners for 39, while many others will have 29 and 19 multi-course options. So are you all in the? Are I we think Coles will be thirty nine. Yeah, so it is Azor. Yeah, Azor is in the thirty nine. Now the diner participating. The diner is not participating. Okay. Yeah, we we didn't find a category that quite what? fit right for for Lexington Diner, but Azor. Um, yeah, and to keep in mind, this is three course meal, guys. Yep. So it says thirty nine dollars. If you're gonna have a three course meal at Coles and Azor, then you've got one heck of a deal going on. Yeah, that's usually absolutely that's, right. that's usually the price of our entree and that's not even the most expensive entrees yep so um yeah following suit over at azure we're starting out with a, a choice of heirloom tomato bruschetta because well i think cole and i think like what you know it's time for tomatoes to be yeah. out and people love them yeah. around here and yeah. we do too we want them to move so a uh, little heirloom tomato bruschetta grilled baguette and we're doing ours with like a blue cheese cream uh we're featuring our blistered brussels sprouts which are you know super popular have been for quite a while and then we've got that jeremyville smoking hot honey on it which is you know our red chili honey sauce we've had for years on the woven shrimp they made their natural kind of appearance on the brussels sprouts one day by accident and they never got back <laughs> off of it uh we're actually taking that sauce to bottled production here pretty soon oh wow so really yeah, so we'll get uh, we'll get to talk about that more we're, we're getting our samples in from louisville for for production so you guys can get that on the grocery store shelves hopefully down the road uh also chopped salad which is our most popular salad we serve it on our steak night and this is kind of our answer to that 
steakhouse chop salad, you know. Uh, romaine, sweet corn, bacon, tomatoes, chopped eggs, Parmesan, buttermilk sauce. It's just that one salad that everybody, you know, every American dude wants, right? <laughs> uh, then ancho ham jam pork chops. I'm loving this dish. We went ahead and put it on for restaurant week. We've got a uh, kind of a marinated pork chop that's injected with Duroc pork fat, which is great. So when you grill it up, it oh, melts man. and just really super juicy pork chop. You you injected fat into a pork yeah, chop? Yeah, like pork <laughs> fat crusted or barded. I that's weird. Larded, barded. Can you inject fat into me somehow? <laughs> yeah, no problem. You got to take it down the gullet. That's right. You gotta take it. So that one uh, is with our ancho chili ham jam. Uh, it's just a play on words. Uh-huh. It's not really like jam made out of ham. It's really ancho chilies, garlic, red currant jelly, sherry vinegar all pureed together and kind of like a lacquered barbecue sauce that'll glaze that pork chop. Smoked gouda mac and cheese, fresh spinach and bacon on top. And then we're giving you some fish. A uh, little flounder stuff with uh, shrimp and goat cheese and summer squash. little ginger whip sweet potatoes with that. Mm. And then mango, lime, jalapeno, coulis. So three good choices. And then, guys, we're playing around with dessert. We got to keep it, um, you know, something that, that we do all the time, you know. So we got cobbler of the day, bread pudding of the day. Oh, yeah. And that's what we like around here. And you're going to get whatever flavor we have that day so oh, it sounds it's great. they're all good we've, we've got kind of we got yeah. a pigeonhole and some some good flavors <laughs> everybody great. likes but something for everybody at both restaurants uh whether you're vegetarian or whether you um you want to go all out we, we've got you covered so i'd also forgot we've got a tortellini pasta on there for entree oh, choices wonderful. as well so, oh, it like so we got pork choices. we got pasta we got fish, fish we got, got the it thing. all Oh, that sounds great. And what's the, tell us about your items. What are your most popular items at Kohl's? And then what? what uh, right what? now, uh, you know, steaks are always a winner at Kohl's. We, we uh-huh. uh, you know, don't like to call ourselves a steakhouse, but we sell a lot of steak. Uh, I'd put ours up against anybody. Uh, you know, our Cobia has been selling uh, phenomenal. Uh, I'm constantly surprised at how much we have to bring in to, uh, to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we also, you know, a lot of people go towards our fish features, uh, you know, that we run every day. We've been running halibut for the last uh, little bit uh, with a lot of those, uh, you know, roasted local fresh vegetables. And, That's all you uh, got to do to them. Yeah. And just I feel like Kobe is a fish you didn't see a few years ago and yeah. now you're starting to see it more and more it's delicious well it's one of, it's one of those fish that's sustainable right um you know and you know jeremy can speak to this too it's really almost impossible to get much outside of salmon swordfish grouper yeah uh you know even you know our you know fish purveyors have really kind of brought in the rains in the last year and a half to really where we just don't have much of a selection totally right they're they're playing it safe you know they're not going to take in all this high perishable inventory from sure, all these day sure, boats sure, and sure. sit on it when we're really not churning a hundred percent but back to cobia i mean that's what they call the fish of the future i mean no. this is a sustainable fish sustainable. it eats nice. amazingly and in, in, in fact if you haven't tried to get the coals and try it out because you're going to love it in fact in, in latin america south america What's its this style? is one of the what, major what fishes they use a, for tacos and ceviche is it a flaky fish is uh, it it's, a, it's it's kind of meaty and I, I wouldn't put it up against a swordfish as far as meat. It'll yeah. flake a little bit, but, uh, you know, what we get in is, uh, you know, sushi grade. Uh, so we try to serve it, you know, medium, mid-rare. And, uh, but you should be able to put your fork through it without much trouble. Uh, but it's uh, got a nice oil content and just uh, super not, not super heavy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a, it's a versatile fish, right? Because I've seen that there's a place in New York, I um, can't remember the name of it, that has now been called, you know, uh, anecdotally, the best fish and chips in the country. Oh, and, and they're frying it? And they're frying it, and they say it just what? fries up so well. Uh-huh. You wouldn't expect it, but... So I can see that, you know, because whenever I look at 
cobia it's kind of like a um like a wahoo texture with like a uh-huh. grouper kind of flesh feel yeah. you know it has a and i can see i've had some yeah. deep fried ono before i was like why would you do that but i tried it and i'm like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why, why you yeah. do that <laughs> um, you know so i i think yeah that might i'll, I'll, I'll try idea. some deep right. fried cobia when did you read when's the last time you saw something you didn't want to fry Right? <laughs> I know. Uh, Challenge uh, accepted. I mean, yeah. just about anything. That's right. Well, check out Cole's and Epping's and Poppy and Olive for uh, Restaurant Week. Make sure you uh, check out all the restaurants out for Retro- Restaurant Week. And, you know, go out and eat local, man. It's what it's about. Yeah. Uh, Cole, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having Appreciate me. It. You're thank very you. welcome. Back thank in a you. moment, it's Food News and Shoes Radio.